Welcome to another edition of Ready, Set, Retire, an audio guide packed with information, insight, and experiences for people who are planning for, about to, or already have retired. I'm John McComb, recently retired after a 50-year broadcast career, the past 36 years at CKNW Radio in Vancouver. I'm sitting down with my co-host, Lori Pinkowski every other Friday to help answer the many questions that come up as you prepare to relax and devote some time to you and your new life. Lori is the founder of Pinkowski Wealth Management and is a Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Lori, always great to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing well, John. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Although uh, my stomach has uh, been a little upset lately uh, looking at the recent market uh, volatility. Uh, <laughs> what's been going on? Yeah, well, we have to expect some uh, some crazy weeks like what we've seen. Uh, it can't be all rainbows and butterflies, as we know. And we've had many weeks of the markets increasing. And what we've seen is some profit-taking. There was not any particular event that changed the way the markets were trending. It was more just the idea that I think technology, that sector had come too far and too fast. And uh, there were some profits being taken. But what we've seen is that over three sessions, markets were down almost 2,000 points. And then we've seen things bounce back slightly, but I would expect this volatility to continue. As I've said, you know, uh, September, October are seasonally weaker. And then, of course, we're leading up to the U.S. election, which will cause further uncertainty, as well as going into the fall season in terms of COVID, the pandemic, and numbers have been rising. So I would say that uh, this is likely going to continue for a few weeks. But remember, that creates opportunity at the same time. So it's not all bad. Uh, you know, we're getting our buy list ready to go over the next few weeks. And uh, we'll be excited for some of these stocks that have ran away from us that we'll be able to add back to the portfolio at some point in time in the future. We have raised cash over recent weeks, again, in anticipation of a correction. We're cautious right now, but uh, this has to happen. We can't have uh, markets go straight up. Are you still bullish? Are we still in a, in, a, in a bull market, do you think? I think we're in a kind of a strange bull market. Mm -hmm. You know, we're in a recovery. I mean, there's obviously a lot of bad news out there, but we're getting better economic data. And so that's what's moved markets higher. Earnings were much better than expected. So I do believe that this will continue kind of after the U.S. election, that markets will continue to trend higher. As I've said many times before, the world will get over this. The stock market is clearly moving onwards and, and was moving upwards until the, re the last week. And I would expect that to continue once we get some certainty over the U.S. election. So, you know, I'm not a bear by any means, but I also believe that you have to protect capital. You have to raise some cash during times of uncertainty. And that's what we've done for our clients. And that's why we believe in active management. Laurie, let's talk about the job numbers and what employment has been looking like in this country. Of course, with COVID-19, big upsets. But are we getting it back on track? The unemployment rate decreased uh, to 10.2 from 10.9% in July. And I think the easy part of the recovery in employment has probably already happened. I think that it's going to be slower from here on out. And in fact, we could backtrack a little bit, right? If we see further shutdowns or lockdowns, and even here in Vancouver, we've seen recently, they're closing kind of the bars after a certain time and so on. So things are getting stricter once again. 
So even though we've seen a lot of jobs come back, especially in education and some in travel and leisure and and other areas, hospitality, I think that uh, we shouldn't hold our breath too long because I think that we're going to see numbers go the other way here in fall. But it's something that we look forward to, to seeing and hopefully things do improve. You know, in BC right now, the province is now at 94% of its pre-COVID levels from February. So we have made some traction, but we're still not quite there yet. So we're looking for some improvement still. And let's talk a little bit about real estate and how uh, real estate prices have uh, fared over the last month or so. What have you been seeing? Well, what we're seeing in Vancouver, sales are up dramatically, um, 36% in August compared to last year. Again, a lot of this has to do with pent-up demand and um, low interest rates, of course. And like Bank of Canada said this week, that rates are going to continue to remain low for some time. But what we have seen is prices have also increased from a year ago, up 5%. In do I think that we're totally out of the woods here in Vancouver in terms of real estate? I'm not sure about that. I think there was lower inventory and people went bargain shopping and there are deals to be had in certain parts of the market. But again, you got to look for those uh, areas. And going forward, there's still a lot of risk out there, in my opinion, to our economy, to the real estate market here in Vancouver, just with government stimulus. And it's kind of propping up the economy right now, small and medium-sized businesses. And what happens if that stimulus goes away? And so we have to still be cautious always buy the amount of real estate that you can afford so that you never get yourself into trouble. But in terms of Vancouver real estate, things have kind of turned the corner, dare I say. But of course, if you're looking for your principal residence, that might make more sense. But Vancouver as an investment opportunity, I'm not sure that it's there quite yet. And that's why, you know, sort of talking about and looking at different areas in BC. And I was curious about the real estate markets in these various communities to see what's been happening. And that's why we decided to uh, talk about staycation destinations, staycation investment properties, and what are BC residents interested in right now? And is there money to be made in those markets? And I'm sure there's fun to be had in those investment properties. When you're thinking of like Okanagan, Kelowna, Whistler, any of these areas, Sunshine Coast, there's been a lot of interest in the idea of a staycation property. And I mentioned Whistler and I spoke about the staycation investment properties on CKNW earlier this week. And I felt it was such a timely topic. We have a lot of clients looking for their new destinations to spend their holidays during the pandemic. And David Nagel, who is joining us today as our guest speaker, is an awesome real estate agent from Sutton Group West Coast Realty. And I've had the personal privilege to work with him for two recent real estate transactions, one including Whistler. He is uh, voted top three realtors of Whistler by Peak News Magazine and has over 15 years experience in real estate. So as I've had firsthand experience with the wolf of Whistler, as we call him, and wanted to bring him on the show so we could get his insight into the Whistler market and really understand what these communities that are seeing an influx of interest from the local market are doing. I can say that David really goes an extra mile for his clients and provides that Uber service that I feel is so important with dealing with any professional. He does the research for you and provides you unbiased guidance through the whole process. And I always felt very comfortable recommending him to anyone. And so with that, David Nagel, welcome to Ready, Set, Retire. That was a heck of an introduction. So I'm very much looking forward to what you have to say. Welcome. And first off, tell us what you think of the idea of a staycation investment and and maybe explain what it is. Well, John and Lori, first of all, it's great to be here with you. And Lori, thank you so much for those, those kind words. Yeah, I think staycations are a great idea. 
During the lockdown, I think what people realize is that they need a place that they can escape to. And with the borders being closed and travel being restricted to other countries, people are going into the Okanagan to Whistler, to the Sunshine Coast, not just as tourists, but they are looking at buying property, relocating here. And so it's a familiar, safe and cozy place to live and to invest in. And even in non-pandemic times, you know, it's a great place to go here in Whistler to reset, to chill out, or even just, you know, for a change of scene. So staycation homes are great because they are simple. They require little planning and you know exactly what you're getting. It's stress-free and that's the whole objective. Why do you love Whistler? I mean, it's an obvious question, but what do you think it has to offer Vancouverites during, you know, this period of uncertainty that we're going through? Privacy. Mm -hmm. Quiet if you want it commuting with the outdoors, you know, all these things that you don't have time to do when you're working in the city. You know, there's also the convenience of just being one and a half to two hours away. So if you forget something, if there's an emergency, it's not hard to manage. You can get away for the day or several, whatever your schedule allows. Sometimes a day is all you need. Well, it certainly is a beautiful spot to live. There's no question about that. Just tell me a little bit more about what Whistler in that area offers in terms of outdoor recreation. Well, Whistler is a beautiful place. I mean, Forget the mounds and these beautiful lakes that are in the valley. You've got a world-class resort. You've got infrastructure. And it's the infrastructure, actually, that draws a lot of people here. And I think that one of the best things about Whistler is just the people. There's go-getters. There's athletes. There's people that just love nature. And they all come together here because we share similar passions. Everyone that's here in Whistler has made the decision to be here. So you're constantly surrounded by positive people with big dreams, and they're always looking for the next adventure. And I think Whistler is fantastic just with it being so convenient for Vancouverites to get up there. I also think, uh, again, just getting away from it all, you know, and those who like to ski or even in summer, you go hiking. I mean, I, it's definitely an all seasons type resort and community. And I just love it there. I love it there as much in summer as I do in winter. And I think many people uh, would agree with me. And so so, David, just another question here about uh, COVID and, and how it's affected real estate up there. You know, what was your experience during March until now? I mean, again, that's uh, kind of you and I were working together through that period. But uh, I wouldn't mind if you kind of explain to our listeners how you've handled the situation and how the real estate market has improved since probably the March lows. Well, Lori, the past six months have been a, definitely been a roller coaster. So post-COVID, let's talk about March April, May, sales, the number of transactions plummeted. So they dropped by about 50%. In fact, there was a lot of doom and gloom going around in April. Uh, I believe transactions were down about 75%. But then as the government started to ease back on their restrictions, there was all this pent-up demand. And in June, sales were up you know, about 100%. That spilled over into July. And we've seen a bit of a leveling off in, in August, but it's a balanced market right now. Supply is pretty much level with demand. And I suspect that will be the case going into the fall. And have prices increased or just sales are up? So the number of transactions, surprisingly, has been a relative mirror in terms of the volume number. So last year, for example, there was 370 transactions from March until today. Uh, this year, there's been 348. So it's a similar number. But what's really changed is just when they've been taking place, right? So far fewer transactions in March, April, May, significantly more in July and August. As for the value of property, has it been holding? Yes. 
The exception is chalets. We've seen chalets, like the median sale price has basically increased, you know, approximately 8% year over year. Everything else has been, has pretty much leveled. What's the uh, situation with rentals up in Whistler, David? Uh, Is it easy to find a a place that you could use, but also rent it out when you want to? And maybe people less likely to want that now, but has that changed during the pandemic? I think the rental properties were definitely struggling in March, April, and May. But then as people got more comfortable traveling, and it isn't an issue to find a rental property. If you're looking for a hotel condominium, if you're looking for a townhouse or a condominium to rent out, there's no shortage of them in the marketplace. And then as for a sales perspective, they're starting to turn over now. You know, it's funny, when COVID came into the market, the first segment that was liquid was the luxury segment. You had these cash buyers coming in here, looking for luxury properties and doing deals. And then that confidence basically spilled over into the mid-market in May, June, and July. And it wasn't really until July when the investment sector started to turn over as well. So we are seeing those properties sell, but it's really the hotel condominiums that are suffering right now because buyers look at cap rates, they look at cash flow, and rental revenues are down this year. If people are looking again, there's two parts to a staycation investment, in my opinion. It's the the fun part, you know, your family, your your friends that are in your bubble can enjoy. But on the other side, I think everybody would like to see their investments go up in value. The segment that is doing the best, in your opinion, is it, is it condos? Is it townhomes? Is it detached at this point? Where do you think the money is to be made? That's what the financial advisor wants to know. <laughs> Well, the greatest demand right now is for chalets and townhouses. People want something that they can access that has its own entrance. People don't really want to go through common areas like uh, by receptionists and into uh, elevators. They, they want their own property. So that's the most liquid segment. And that's where the value is. So I would say chalets. There's lots of opportunity there right now. David, tell me the process for people who are interested in finding their staycation home, um, finding a good realtor, decide uh, on on what you want, the location, all that sort of stuff. Well, if you're in the market to buy, the first step you want to take care of is find the right realtor for you. And usually that comes through referrals. It comes through just research. But you definitely want someone who's going to quarterback the situation for you. And then connect you with all the other players that are pivotal to transacting in real estate. I can't tell you how important it is to find a good realtor. They're just like portfolio managers. They're not all created equal. There's real estate agents that definitely put more effort into servicing their clients. And uh, and that's what I've seen with David. And you know I'm uh, definitely happy to be dealing with them. But again, there's, there's other good realtors out there. You just have to make sure that you find the one that's appropriate for you. That's a good fit. Even relationship-wise, you want to drive, you want to be on the same level because buying a property should be a, a fun experience, right? Uh, this is a, an exciting time in your life. If you can't afford uh, a staycation investment, uh, then you want to do it with um, with somebody that is going to go that extra mile for sure. So what tips can you give to our listeners in terms of buying a, a good property? What, From a, your standpoint, when a client comes to you, what are the first things that you do? What do you think about first? Well, there's several good or great properties in any market. And the, the key thing to connecting your clients with them is really listening to them, getting a very clear picture of what they want, what they're looking for, what their wants and needs are. And then not just listening to them, but having them top of mind, right? So 
properties come to market all the time and having access to what's coming to market before everybody else hears it is really pivotal because that helps with strategizing. It helps with executing on the property. So in summary, I would say having a real estate agent that, that's going to listen to you and make you a priority, keep you top of mind and manage expectations is pivotal to buying property. And, buy, and buying the right property. So tell me about the research part of this, because a lot of people who are maybe from Vancouver or elsewhere might not be familiar with uh, exactly what the Whistler market is. And doing the, the research from a distance can be somewhat of a, a hassle. So the research part of it is important, and you do that legwork. Yes. And in fact, I would say the vast majority of my clients, whether they're living in Vancouver or elsewhere, it's very rare to find someone execute on a property unless they put boots on the ground. So they will have been through Whistler. They will have spent time in various neighborhoods, get a feel for what they like uh, in terms of neighborhoods, in terms of the asset club, the type of property they're looking to buy. And I think that once buyers have an idea of the neighborhood and the property they're looking at, it's just really a matter of connecting them with other specialists. For example, you always want to know if you're qualified to buy a property. And that involves a conversation with a mortgage broker, a lender, understanding where interest rates are today and sort of what information you need to provide them. It involves getting a feel for building inspectors and the timeline that it takes to do, these, to do the due diligence on these properties. And I will say that David has uh, definitely helps connect you with people that can help do the due diligence. As I uh, told David when we were working together, actually, he told me that he's never done so much due diligence before ever <laughs> on a property. And I told him I'm in the business of assessing risk. So <laughs> so he, he worked with me really well in terms of getting me structural engineers and this person and that person to uh, to make sure uh, the property was in good shape and all that kind of stuff. And so um, that's where I see the value uh, and understanding that, uh, you know, anybody who is looking at buying or selling a home uh, wants to be able to, you know, really look into the property or get the best price for the property, whatever it may be, whatever side of the market you're on, uh, that David can work with you as I've worked on a buy transaction with him and a sell transaction. Uh, and in both scenarios, he helped me greatly. If you're interested in staycation investment properties, give David Nagel a call. His number is 604-906-0026. And David, we appreciate you taking out the time to join us here on Ready, Set, Retire. Thank you for your time. John Laurie, great to be with you. Thanks so much, David. We'll talk soon. And as always, we wanted to end with a quote. So I thought today we should uh, look at a quote on real estate. In real estate, you make 10% of your money because you're a genius and 90% because you caught a great wave. So, you know, this may be the beginning of that wave in some of these uh, communities, maybe in Whistler. Uh, again, always contact a realtor to get more information. Uh, and thank you again for listening to Ready, Set, Retire. John, it's been a, a great show again. And thanks, David, for your time. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, John. Thanks, Lori. If you want more information or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management, 604-695-LORI, 604-695-5674. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Ready, Set, Retire.